Hello and welcome to this Sex Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. My name is Bibi Lynch and yes, today there's no Miranda Kane. I'm Cagney without my Lacey. I'm Pepsi without my Shirley. I'm Hinge without my Bracket. And I'm sure I've hit the right demographic there. Let me tell you about today's pod though. Today I'll be chatting with, well, I'll let them tell you. Hello, my name is Gary Ackbourne and I am the founder and CEO of Concept to Consumer Collective. I am Nina Siley. I'm the Global Marketing Director for Concept to Consumer Collective. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. Gary Aikborn, founder and CEO of the brand new Concept Consumer Collective, and Nina Saini, the collective's global marketing director. Hello, you two. Hi, Hello. how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you both? We're good, thank you, Bobo. How have you been under, <laughs> under lockdown? Well, I was always straddling bonkers. Now I've totally, I've, I've made the leap into... God knows what's going on with me. You know, I named my furniture. That's yeah. a skill, yeah. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. go for so it. Now, yeah, so now I'm actually like talking. I told, I got a coffee table yesterday called Nathan and I told it I loved him before I went to bed. <laughs> anyway, um, pick, pick, paint the picture for me, please. Where are you? Okay, you're, you're, you're together in the same home? You're a couple, yeah? Uh, no. Um, we've, <laughs> our, our other halves are going to go, why did they take so long to answer? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> There was a real delay. <laughs> uh, no, I'm um, I'm in Newbury, around Newbury uh, area, and Nina's up in London, but we've known each other for, God, probably about 15, 16 years. So, yeah, so we've known each other a long time. Got drunk oh. and danced in many places around the world. I love that. Nina, what's your favourite thing about Gary? There's so many. He's hilarious and he's great, great fun. And he was actually one of the first friends I made in the adult industry, and he was really kind to me. So Aww. we've just stayed friends ever since. So Aww. I always feel like he's like my work husband. Oh, I love this. That's Gary. not going to help the rumours either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely am. I don't Gary, quickly say one nice thing about Nina, then I'll get into the chat. <laughs> Honestly, again, same thing. Just Nina's one of life's genuine people. You know, and when you meet people as genuine and as honest and as straightforward, you need them as friends in your life because they add something different because you can trust them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. And especially going into business together and doing doing projects together, you know, that's you, you, you need to know that. So let's talk about, tell me what is the concept to consumer collective? Sure. Um, well, I'll start with an idea of that one. It came out of, we've all worked in the industry for a very long time. You know, I think just about the, the founders alone, I think 150 years worth of experience or that dates us. Um, <laughs> and we were having conversations during lockdown and previously about how the market was changing. And actually there were a lot of people coming into the industry who were rushing to get products to market and were making some of the mistakes that we have seen. And maybe we're talking to people who didn't have some of the direct, you know, adult experience. And again, notice then there were people in the adult industry who maybe weren't able to speak the language of the new market that was opening up, the direct-to-consumer market dealing with mainstream businesses. So what we decided to do was we saw a real strength in working together and for all of us who've got our own businesses to come together as a collective of companies to offer up those services for people who want to come into the market, who are already in it and would like to tap into some of our knowledge and expertise um, and at the same time, people who are already in that one, teaching them more about the branding and marketing and a different way of being able to present the product. And, and it is, it's sexual wellness and sex tech. 
So it's a specialist agency combining people that are Nina kind of experts in all the different fields you need to get something just from an idea to actually absolutely yeah so the idea is is that if you could have just a you know an idea for a concept for a sex toy and it's how do you make bring that to life then we can with the collective we've got those services that can take you from that concept to right through to you know branding um manufacturing marketing and launching so the idea is, is just to kind of share our knowledge and our insight and our resources. So we're one of the few companies that actually have a manufacturing facility available. So it's not like you have to go out and find yeah. different parts of the business. We work with kind of fully integrated um, company that offers a variety of services. And um, what I hate is having worked with different clients over the years is that you sometimes have one company that's doing you know, the manufacturing, one's doing the PR, one's doing the social media, and sometimes they're not even talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. So there's no brand consistency. And I think as the markets become more saturated and sex toys are becoming more mainstream, it's more important to stand out than ever before. Yeah, stand out. You might want to rethink that. I like... <laughs> <laughs> you and your dirty little mind, I forgot. Thank you both. very much. Our whole career's been based on this brain. <laughs> Um, who are your experts then? So who who are in your collective? So it's a mix of people. Myself and my brother have, uh, with another business partner, we have the manufacturing side of the business. So we have a company called Wingpo International, um, which we started, opened a factory in 2004. And since then, we've kind of been the secret manufacturer behind a lot of the, the brands and products, you know, globally since then. Um, we have a, a business which is, fully integrated. We do everything from design, engineering, through manufacturing, packaging, testing, you name it. So if you want anything made, that's our expertise. Uh, we've also invested a lot of time in technology over the years. So I think we have seven patents formally at the moment with another two come in. So all of those are available. The other part of the business is, again, people we've worked with for, for years. So Nina, as you know, I'll let Nina talk about what she does you know, afterwards. But there's another part of uh, the partners is a guy called Derek Block, who has a company called Touchstone. Touchstone have been in quietly in the adult industry for about 12 years, but predominantly they have a marketing and branding business. So marketing, consumer understanding, branding, logistics, all of that side of it. Uh, and then we have some really good partners who are also in, involved in it, who Chris, for example, and, and Patty, who run uh, Pure Romance, have uh, added a lot of knowledge and expertise to it. And Patty has her own female foundation. So there's so much knowledge and resource. And then since then, we've been kind of going around and talking to people that we know in the industry and asking them if they would get involved, you know, as part of an expert panel. And it just means we have people we can ask advice of, we could get them involved. I mean, for example, um, we're working with uh, someone we've known for, for years, is uh, Dr. Sonny Rogers, who's a really well-respected sexologist from, from Los Angeles. Uh, we had a client who said they needed someone, so we just put them in touch with Sonny. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we're, not, we're not making anything out of it. It's just, it is a collective rather than, you know, rather than an agency. It's how can we all, we've all known each other for such a long time. How can we formally work together to try and just promote this industry to a broader audience? And then you do the, you're the global marketing director. I am, yes. Because <laughs> you're wearing a <laughs> t-shirt right now. You can see it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think what it was is combining, obviously I've been working in the adult space for about 16 years with Media Bitch. 
So kind of bringing what I bring to the table is kind of working with clients in a business development capacity, as well as kind of marketing. So we're looking at kind of with clients, looking at the whole scope of the business and what they require. So I kind of bring that hands-on experience to what a business needs from a client's perspective. Um, and I've had that experience of working with companies from from their launches all the way through to setting up distribution networks, doing the trade shows, doing sorting out things like pricing, some of the boring bits as well as some of the fun bits of marketing like the PR, social media strategy. So it's kind of, I feel that's kind of what I'm bringing to the collective in regards to experience. It's such a great idea. Why has no one done it before? Or has someone done it before? I don't think anyone's done it the way we're trying to do it because I don't think we're, it literally came out of a conversation that said there must be a better way. There must be a way that we can just utilize the resources that we've got. You know, I think most industries that they're so competitive and people are fighting each other all the time that they don't help. You know, I think with our business, because there's such a scope for growth, and because there's so many, you know, people in this market who know a lot about it and because it's so unique, that I think that's the opportunity. You know, can we work together rather than against each other? Can we open up doors? Can we do things for the, you know, for, it sounds really um, grandiose, but for the greater good. <laughs> that was kind of the idea, really. How do we help each other? How do we help this market expand? This sound, is, I think it's a really great idea. It sounds, well, it's obviously very business-led in terms of, so say I, I, I had an idea for a sex toy and I would bring it to you and with all these different experts around, we could get the idea from, from, you know, my doily, if you will. So do you like to put ideas in a doily? Um, I don't know what a doily is. And then you would somehow, you know, however long later it ends up in the shop and, and, and that's all brilliant. That's from the, so that's from the inventor's point of view. How is it helping consumers? How is it helping people that are not the that don't want to invent a, a sex toy? Do you know what I mean? I think what so, we're trying to sorry, Nina, I, I was just gonna say I was just gonna say I think what we're trying to do is is support um businesses who are who will then deal direct with consumers. Um because actually our process is about supporting brands and supporting people who bring products, ideas and concepts to market. And if we can give them a better understanding of the consumer, the consumer's needs what they actually need, what they're looking for. And we help them put the right products, pricing structure, marketing message. Education is critical, you know, within this area. And just coming from people who've worked in and around this, this business for so long, try and make people not make the kind of mistakes we've made in the past where we have got the messaging wrong, you know, where we've made products that are too big or too small or use the wrong material or not given the right education Ouch. to people. That made yeah, me... Yeah. That made me cross my legs. I don't even know what material you're talking about. Hessium. But no, I hear what you're saying. So basically the consumer's benefiting because they're getting the great product. They're getting the great product. And also, you know, it's providing something that we know is going to be high quality products. You know, we stand behind our product and hopefully and combine that with sex education, as Gary said, um, and just kind of give the consumer what they want. You know, we've been around for a long time. Like Gary said, we've made our mistakes. So People who work with us don't have to go through the same process. <laughs> we do realise that you do need support. You know, there is a lot of steps in this process. And if you have that support, you, I would say grab it with both hands because it's not easy doing it on your own. 
do you do you kind of veto ideas? So are you also like a board that will say that's a good idea, that's a bad idea, or will you, you know, if someone comes to you with an idea that, that's got some some reasoning behind it, we'll just go for it anyway? Um, the answer to that is yes. One of the things we say to people is that we are we're very very open and very hands on. You know, we don't really pull any punches, and everything we do is really open, and it always has to be. Because particularly in this market, so if people don't think, if we don't think it's a good idea, we will tell them. It doesn't mean we won't help them bring it to market if they're passionate about it and if they don't want to, and if they want to bring that idea to market, we'll just try and focus that attention into what areas you know. Right, we had somebody come uh, and talk to us recently about a concept that, again, I I wasn't sold on it to start with, um, but I think I'm wrong. Right. So I think actually, <laughs> uh, you know, because things change, you know, and you, you kind of come to it in, into it with a perception, but you have to take people on face value. What we try and do is make sure people don't waste money, waste money, time and effort and keep focused on what they're trying to achieve and help them try to achieve it. So, so if I had an idea, how would I start? How would I get involved? So I would I would contact who would I contact to kind of say, right, here's my idea. What do we do now? We, we have things numerous different ways. So we'll either get people who will find us, you know, via the website or via a lot of stuff comes from, from contacts, you know, and word of mouth. People that have already had brands or people that we know in the industry, get people contact them via different ways. And then they say, well, how would I get to a product to market? And they'll say, go and talk to Gary, go and talk to Nina. So we'll get a number of contacts that way. We have quite a structured, well, very structured process in the way that it works. So the first is about discovery just understanding exactly where they are, what they want to do, what their objectives are, um, how they want to process this business. Because for some people, it's just about having an idea and wanting to see that idea brought to life, but they don't have the resources to be able to do it themselves. So it might be offered to another company or we might produce it for clients that we know and we will take those ideas to them. For a lot of people, they've already gone and raised money, you know, or they're looking at crowdfunding sites to be able to do stuff. So we will help them in that process. Now, that's the design of, of, of the concept, the engineering of the toy, producing the, uh, the rapid prototype samples. So they've got things they can put on those sites to be able to raise the capital. So it literally is trying to hold their hand all the way through that process. The good thing about all of this with everyone that we have involved is that actually you can come in any point. Now, we've had people come in who've paid already industrial designers to design the product. They have it designed inside and out, and then we'll help them with the branding. You know, we'll review the product to make sure it's mass marketable. So there's, depending on where you are, we can kind of help or point you in the right direction. Can I ask another negative question? I'm all about this. I love negative stuff. I've got um, one of my radio shows when I start talking about my dead parent. Uh, producer Nick just puts on a jaunty single after underneath like a bed because I like, just like to bring shit down. Um, is there a danger of, um, and I'm, this is genuinely a question, is there a danger of... Um, the industry becoming more homogenized if it's the same fabulous group of brilliant experts kind of guiding the way? No, I mean, we do work with, you know, up and coming brands and individuals who are kind of looking to make their mark in the industry. And obviously technology is constantly evolving. So we are also constantly looking to improve on what we know. And it, you have to adapt. I mean, when I started in the adult industry, for example, there was no social media. So it is constantly changing. So you've got to keep it. I'm showing my age now. Um, you've got to constantly adapt. So we're not kind of 
set and fixed in our way. You know, I think you have to adapt with where the market's going. Um, and we embrace new ideas. The idea behind the collective is using our insight, our knowledge and our resources to help the next generation of startups and entrepreneurs. Well, and I see now, I know you're not allowed to tell me because, of course, you know, these are top secret ideas and stuff. But what kind of ideas have come to you? What, you know, have people approached you with? I think you, I think what tends to happen is either people come want have the idea that they want to get into this space, right? So either they want to get into this space and they don't necessarily know how to do it, which is most of the uh, of the approaches, or you have people who have already got products, brands are in this area and want to then have an own brand product or want to expand and have something that's more personalised to them. Um, and then you have people who are designers and come up with a concept and an idea. Most of them aren't new and unique and revolutionary, which is where the branding and the marketing are so important because there's only so much you can do with a, with a product at the end of the day. It is about now, this whole market is about how you present yourself, how you, how you market it, what message you put across, who your consumer is, how you get to those consumers. So in a lot of ways, the actual toy is becoming a, a lesser part of the equation. You know, it's still important that it has to be designed well. It's still important that it has to be made of the right materials and that it has to pass all of the right tests. But the market's flooded with really nice designs of products nowadays, and it never used to be. So to stand apart, you have to have a story. Now, either that story has to be brand and market-driven or it has to be technology-driven. And that's one of the things that we have with um, having the numerous patents that we have is that anyone who comes to us, they can utilize that technology. And that instantly then makes the product a bit more unique because, you know, we, you know for example, we have, we have a patent for t- using touch sensors in toys. So anything, so when, you're, when you touch it, it only vibrates. You let go and it stops vibrating. So that has numerous different functionalities or benefits. It can be from anything from being a discrete product that you could use at home when you've got your children running around and you don't want to have to try and fumble to turn the thing off because it's touch sensitive. It only works when it goes onto the skin. It can work with people with limited mobility because you're not having to press buttons. You're just having to hold a product. So there's all these things that you have, these technologies that we can utilize within different products. Um, which adds a really different twist. So that's the USP. Nina, what's the what's the most outrageous um, kind of concept that's come on as sex toy or um, tech that someone's come to you with that you've encountered? Well, I mean, I can talk about the ones that I think that I've worked on in the past that everybody said to me, we're going to do rubbish. <laughs> and uh so in the past, I worked on a product called The Cone, which was shaped like a cone. And when that first came out, everybody said, you know, that's ridiculous. It was literally like a circular base shaped like a cone. And that did very well. And the other one that kind of springs to mind from past experience is WeVibe. You know, so, you know, the little I had a little prototype that I used to carry around to show people. Obviously, it was not working. I did. <laughs> and um and, but people just couldn't get it. So sometimes it's the ones, as Gary said, sometimes, you know, what's great about having a collective is we debate through some of the ideas. So there isn't, I wouldn't necessarily say there's a bad idea. There might be an idea that needs tweaking, but you can just never quite tell um, what will take and what will be popular. And I do think, just to reiterate what Gary was saying earlier, that the marketing behind 
the product, what the key USP is. You know, when you've got a brilliant product with brilliant technology combined with the story and the journey and how you present it to the end consumer, I think you're onto a winner. But I wouldn't say, I can't say that anything kind of springs to mind because you just never know. Is there, do you have any inkling, either of you, where you think sex trends will go? I wonder if the pan, in, in, to- in terms of toys, I wonder if the pandemic will affect that in any way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but we have think- seen an increase in sales. Just, yeah. so, so I was working with a um, a client that specialises in the LGBTQIA plus space. And well so, done, Nina. Thank you. <laughs> and um, you know we've seen an increase of sales literally as soon as lockdown started, March April time. And I think a lot of the other retailers saw the same. So I think it's kind of highlighted that you know people are looking more and more to sex toys. And we're seeing it more in the media, which is great. There's a perception that the growth has come from people buying more toys. I actually think the growth has come from people coming into this market for the first time, right? And exploring it because they've been at home. So therefore it's about the expansion of users. And I was talking to one of the big major um, retailers in the States and looking through some of the data with them and their expansion, they've doubled their turnover. But actually, it's come from new users. So they need to now change their messing and their modeling and using data. So we have a data services side, little plug, um, but data services side of the business because they need to be able to get hold of these people and, and utilize that. Now they've come into this market. Now they've started to expand because I think our market still, whichever way you look at it, however big they say it is, it's still a niche market. You know, we're not cans of soda pop or toilet roll that get sold everywhere. We still sold to a niche percentage of of the population, certainly globally. And therefore, I think as all these trends change and things like the pandemic come in and it becomes more of an everyday topic and it's been on the news about how, you know, sex toy sales or or just sexual wellness has grown, you know, with with the focus on sexual wellness itself. You know, it's bringing new people into the market all the time. And I think that's where the opportunity is. You, it's interesting you say sexual wellness, because in your blurb, it says it's important to cover sexual wellness as well as sex tech. Is, um, and sexual wellness can be used as a buzz phrase, but it, it is a valid real thing. Um, absolutely. I mean, listen, se- sexual, sexual health is what we all got into this market for. You know, improving people's sex lives, making it less awkward, you know, allowing people to understand what their body's capable of, enjoying their time with their partner. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what we do. We give people orgasms. That's that's the bottom line of what we do. Um, but if at the same time, not you literally, can... oh, I not have li- <laughs> one I've been talking to you two for half an hour. I do apologize. Well, that's all right. But if we can educate people at the same time and we can we can spread that message, uh, then honestly, then I think that just is a benefit. So Nina, would you say this is an exciting time to be launching this collective? It is. I mean, we love what we do. I think that's the thing. I think when you love what you do, it's exciting every morning. You know, you wake up and you're like, yes, I want to go to work. And I think we're really lucky, you know, to get up and do a job that we love. Um, it's never a dull moment. No two days are the same. So, um, and we've been really busy. So I think what's been fantastic is the response that we've had from people. It's been so positive. Um, so I'm really excited about what we've got coming up in the pipeline. I wonder. Oh, there's a there's a sex toy, the pipeline. <laughs> I don't know what it. 
I haven't thought this one through, Gary. <laughs> but oh, listen, I'll, I'll, we'll start <laughs> designing it, it now. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> listen, where can we find out more about you? So it's ctoccollective.com. Are you on uh, social media? And it's ex- Yes, we are. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. And it is literally the same name, which is at CTC Collective. And yeah, connect with us. And obviously, we invite people just to reach out to us if you're sure, if you're not sure that you could use our services or if you are sure. The best thing I would say is just get in touch. We'll be happy to talk to you. I love this. I love the sound of it. Um, thank you for um, joining me today. Um, I accept your apology about the orgasm and um, (laughs) hope to see you both soon. Thank you very much, Gary and Nina. Um, I love the idea of that. I'm totally, I know Miranda's got about 67, 69, let's make it sexual, um, sex toy ideas. So I'm going to hook them up. My name is Bibi Lynch. Miranda Kane will be back very soon. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols from metro.co.uk. Get in touch on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with three X's. Tell me how pretty I am. Also, if you've got a sexy question or query or you want to be on the pod, get in touch. Info at sexpod.co.uk and I will see you next week. <laughs>